That's that's my favorite Twitter meme. It's like, man, this thing's doing numbers. Yeah. Like one retweet, <laughs> three likes. likes. <laughs> man, this baby's doing numbers. That sound like my output. Yeah, like DM me if you want me to push these uh, vibrators. Yep. yep. <laughs> you got sex chocolate? I'm your man. Let me tell you. <laughs> That's like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It was like it was a promotion I saw for sex chocolate. It was like libido boosting chocolate. I'm like, what the f-? Like, you know what? Thanos was right. <laughs> Let me get rid of half these motherfuckers. Yeah. It's just cocaine with extra steps. And welcome to the Pixel Life. This is episode 236, recording March 26, 2023. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we have got, uh, I don't know, a horrible movie to talk about, some games we've been playing, uh, things on the horizon. We'll figure it out as we go along, but to do this, I have with me, as always, Shannon. It's the last week of Bachelorhood More. Mm, yes, it is. Uh, it's a lot of activity over here at the household. Um, my fiance's uh, family, like all of them, are in town this week. Um, I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Please get me the fuck out of here right now. I swear to God. No, it's uh, it's fine. I'll blink twice if I'm in any distress. Uh, it's uh, it's good. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm uh, just got to get some logistical things out of the way as far as driving and. Who's getting me where, but it's good. It's good, are you, right? Are you looking forward to not saying the word fiance anymore? Yes. Because, man, that's just a pain in the ass word to say. It's a pain in the ass word to say, and I feel like every time I say it, it's just like this bougie way of saying, yeah, I'm getting married soon. Like, you know, she's still my girlfriend, but like for, you know, this interim weird period, I'm just going to have to call her my fiance. Well, and see, that's the other thing is now if you say that, like if if Zay was anywhere near earshot and just mm-hmm. heard you say that, mm-hmm. that that'd be your ass, dude. Like, <laughs> bro, like she's you can you cannot say <laughs> you cannot say the term girlfriend once a ring goes on that finger ever again. Mm-hmm. Ever, I I fucked around and found out about it once, <laughs> once, and it was like within the month of us getting engaged and I was introducing my wife and I'm like, Oh, this is my girlfriend. She still has never let me forget it. <laughs> that shit was like 13 years ago and I still hear about it, dude. So, well, so let me tell you, we were, uh, we had, when you get married, you got to get your license a month in advance, right? You got to go uh, get, do the paperwork at the, the, the hall of justice or whatever. Um, hall of justice. Yeah, yeah, down downtown the courthouse. You got to get the you got to get the legal document first, like a month before, um, so they can do their due diligence, make sure that you you're not married to somebody else, or there's you know nothing weird, uh, so that everything can be uh, cool when you get married. So we go down. I get off work early. Uh, I get back to the house, and my fiance is like, "Okay, are you ready?" And I said, "Yes, I'm ready." 
grab my wallet. She's like, are you sure you have everything? And I said, yes, I'm sure. So we get in the car, we drive across town, we get there, we stand in line for an hour, we get to the front desk. The lady is like, okay, go over to that window. We go to that window. Lady's like, okay, let me see your ID. Um, and, you know, we'll start filling out some paperwork. I open my wallet and my ID is not in there because uh, I took my ID out so that I could buy our tickets for our honeymoon and everything like that. And I left it on the desk at home like a dumbass. So, um, my fiance is looking at me like you're an idiot. Um, but like, this is funny because now I get to hold this over you for a long time. And the lady behind the window is looking at me with the coldest, deadest eyes because she's just like, bro, like if you don't want to get married, you don't have to do this stuff for like, you could just drag it out and say you left your license. Yeah, I left my license at home. Yeah, sure. Okay. Like, you know, why are you doing it? This poor lady. And she just shoot me daggers the whole time. So I was, I felt bad. So of course we go home get my license, drive all the way back, wait in line for another hour and a half to finally get everything like sorted out. It was the same lady. And I was like, see here, look, I forgot. I honestly, I forgot my license. It's here. It is right here. And she's like, uh huh. Yeah, sure. Like whatever. Like I hate you. Like <laughs> I was like, Oh, come on, man. No, it's not like that at all. But yeah, now every time we leave the house, my fiance is like, are you sure you have everything? Because <laughs> one time I was like, Oh my God. Oh, this this is going to be the next 40 years of your life, dude. I hope, <laughs> I hope you're ready. Yeah. You're going to be leaving for like your retirement trip and she's going to look you dead in the eyes and being like, <laughs> you have your wallet? Are you sure? Yeah. Trust me. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry. I forgot. Also joining us. I got lost in the, uh, in the story. Also joining us is Justin. Damn it. I'm not a Dr. Jim. Carter. It's your boy. <laughs> yeah, uh Megan's been sick like all this week, so I've got to play doctor around the house. Um she's a lot better now, but dude, beginning of the week, she was like the one night she like n- threw up probably like seven times. It was insane. Like hmm. I've never seen someone Dang. throw up that much while being that sober. I mean, <laughs> good caveat, bro. Yeah, that's I was the like, caveat. Huh, I, think, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, didn't you see that like last week? I don't know. Or two weeks ago? Like, what are we doing? Um, but no, like it was bad. Like, so we're like, sitting there laying in bed and she like got up to run to the bathroom. She's like, nope, I, I can't make it. And then dumped the garbage can out in the room and started hurling in it. And it's like, oh, uh, Jesus. So I'm like out in the front yard at like midnight, hosing it out. Good like, times. Here's, here's a garbage bag in it this time, just in case. Uh, what a good fiance you are. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but besides that, she's been doing. I've managed. I've eaten so much uh, airborne this week to try and <laughs> mm-hmm. mitigate it and drink in ginger ale and you know done my due diligence to try and not catch whatever the fuck it is she has cuz lord knows i do not want to get sick right before coming to california so so let me ask you guys what is it about ginger ale that only gets consumed when sickness happens because it's true it's the only time it's like if i'm either on an airplane or i'm sick those are the only times i'm drinking ginger ale and i don't know why i like ginger ale so, i mean you have you i mean have you um, i mean i know you don't drink now <laughs> jesus yeah back in the day didn't you ever have like a ginger ale and like like seagram seven like whiskey or like something oh i like would a- do yeah i would do a jameson and ginger or a uh, 
or a, a Moscow mule or something like that, you know, like, sure. But like, I'm saying just crack a can of ginger ale and drink it. You so know, I'll say I don't drink a lot of soda, but one of the few sodas that I do drink at home, like occasionally, like Megan will crave it or I'll crave it, whatever. And we'll pick up a two liter of it for the week or whatever for the house is the cranberry ginger ale. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that is usually what I drink is cranberry ginger ale. If I'm drinking so like that or Ruby red squirt or like my two go to now see squirt. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll fuck with squirt. That's that's I like, I like the citrus squirt is really good. Yeah. Ruby red also, also really good. It's more of a, it's more of a quenching soda than like a Coke that leaves you still thirsty somehow, you know? Yeah. But you are a hundred percent right though. I do always get the the ginger ale on the plane tastes completely yeah. different than any ginger ale that you can get on land that sky <laughs> ginger ale <laughs> Beautiful. The, high, the high altitude ginger ale yes. it, it's delicious i don't know what it is man like i could probably get a can take a can of it off the plane crack it when i'm at the airport tastes like dog shit but dude when you're up there in the sky delicious <laughs> well it does also go with like you know again don't drink these days but the airport beer was a top 10 beer. Like, mm-hmm. and, it, and it ain't five through 10. Like it, it was like one of those type of things where you, you, you got through security, your luggage is checked, you're waiting at the gate and you just got a pint of something. And it was the best. It was just always the best. Oh yeah. Especially like the earlier in the morning it was too. Yeah. Like, for some reason, Cause it was like forbidden, but at the same time, it's like, you're excited. Cause I mean, most of the time I'm at an airport. Yeah. I'm on a vacation. This is the beginning of like something fun. Like I'm going to tie one off right here. It's, like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That, that eight thirty AM Coors light with the Jameson back. Yep. Yeah, d- done. We're, we're on our, and we are off, you know, like, yes, we are I heading, mean, we are heading yeah. to Vegas properly. There, there was a trip to Mexico back in the day with uh, mm. my boy, Zach. Mm. And uh, I think we cleaned the plane out before we even landed. <laughs> like, I mean, they were just right. like, we're, we're running out of stuff to give you guys. Wasn't <laughs> oh, that, didn't they, didn't they literally run out of like mm-hmm. Jack Daniels? Was that yes, what we were it, drinking? Yeah, it was, it was Jack and then uh, vodka is were the two that got mm-hmm. basically just plowed through by everybody that was on that trip they were just like look we don't got anything left for you like you know in hindsight in hindsight do you think they ran out or do you think they were just like no you guys are so drunk no we're not we're out we don't have anything sorry have some water you know in hindsight you know i would always like to think that we were legends and just cleaned up like you know you always want to say i closed down the bar not like i was thrown out of the bar right you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah we you know we we did the good stuff right not the bad stuff I wasn't, th- I wasn't thrown out. You can't throw me out. I'm walking out. I wasn't um, drunk in public. You threw me out of the bar. I was drunk yeah. at a bar. <laughs> yeah, that old Broadway joke. I was, yeah. I was drunk at a bar. They threw me into public. Um, but yes, mm. G- ginger ale in the sky. I think I did read something at one point that like your taste buds do kind of change at high altitude. And so I wonder if that's the reason why it just hits so much harder. So now we got to make a list of like uh, top tier drinks and it's like the high altitude ginger ale and mm-hmm. like the Coke from McDonald's, the triple filtered Coke yeah. from McDonald's. Yeah, that tastes Sprite different. from McDonald's. Yeah, yeah Sprite, <laughs> Sprite also. <laughs> making a list, making a TPL list. 
Are you guys pulp or non-pulp orange juice people? Oh, dude, get the fuck out of here with pulp, dude. I got no pulp. Dude, I don't want shit in my teeth when yeah. I'm drinking. Yeah. I'm sorry. Dude, I, I'm the same way. Like, usually, that's why I don't really like boba that much either. It's just because usually if I'm drinking something, I don't like solid shit in it. I don't want to be taking a big sip and then get a mouthful and have to, like, fucking chew something. Like, I want to drink it. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, um, the, the thing my dad always used to say is if I wanted like pulp with my orange juice, I'd eat a goddamn orange. Like, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Not, not wrong. Not wrong. Yeah. Since we're on yeah. McDonald's drinks, that McDonald's orange juice is also pretty good. Pretty solid. Mm. Yeah, but that's usually because you're getting that orange juice when you're having like the saltiest of like the crispiest hash browns that they have. And you're just like, bro, I need something to drink. Nope. And like that orange juice hits that spot perfectly. Don't forget, like, nothing but grease on the McMuffins, too. Like, mm-hmm. swimming in that grease. <laughs> they like, spill a little grease on the counter, like, oh, shit, grab me a McMuffin top, and then just like, <laughs> wipe it down real quick with it, like a fucking sham wow over here, and it and, just absorbs it. And it wouldn't shock me at all. Would not surprise me one bit <laughs> if that happened. Um, <laughs> what the hell are we even talking about this week? Jesus. I don't know, bro. Sham like, sham wowing with fucking mcmuffins like what what are you even doing peak entertainment yeah high altitude ginger ale i mean this has got to be the most riveting of freaking conversations bro like yeah. <laughs> i'd like to i'd like to apologize now to the listeners um <laughs> jesus i don't even know like what do you guys want to talk about Okay, look, I mean, like, you can't go from, like, the boringest drink in the world that we're talking about to something riveting. So, I mean, we could just do a gentle segue into, mm-hmm. I don't know, Lego 2K, like, uh, right. racing, the racing game. Because, um, you know, that came out, and that trailer looks bonkers as hell. Have you guys seen it yet? Uh, I haven't just seen it, Shannon. I've seen it, like, three times. Nice. I, it comes out on my birthday. Oh. oh. Yes. I'm incredibly excited. I I slept so long on Forza, and then when it finally came out, I, I played it for months and months, and this literally looks like Lego mixed with Forza Horizon. And just the transforming while driving, and the mm-hmm. whatever, and it's like, I love Legos, I love Forza, it, it's beautiful. I used to play the N64 Lego racing game all the time and stuff as a kid. So here's my question to you guys. Do you think the game would be better if you had to manually control when you changed into your different forms, or do you think it would be better if it was just automatic? I I think I would prefer automatic to be honest. Like if it depended on the terrain I was mm-hmm. over, cause like in the, in the trailer, they show like a giant hamburger car that flies off a cliff and then like transforms into a boat as it hits the water. And mm-hmm. like, that seems pretty rad. But I also think like if I had to be controlled, if I had to be in control of that transformation and miss it, and then all of a sudden I'm burger floating down a river, <laughs> I would be pissed. So, uh-huh. yeah, I'm assuming if it's not just automatic throughout the entire game, then I'm assuming you can like toggle that setting. Like the, the land to water would make sense if that was automatic. And then maybe you can also trigger it whenever, if you want to like, you need to change mid jump or something like that when you're driving mm-hmm. around places. I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool if they kind of did like the Mario Kart kind of way where like you had like three windows and it was just like you just chose the three different like ones. Like here's your dragster and here's your water one and here's like your air one. And like you just had like three different things that you could 
you just switch between and it just gave you an overall like speed rating on all like of, yeah. of your total speed you know i think it's like cool. a preset or whatever like you use mm-hmm. the d-pad or something and you just hit the d-pad yeah. button or whatever if you want to manually do it and it just mm-hmm. logs that one if you want to go yeah. from you know chicken car to you know pickle boat to something else and it's like on pickle boat yeah. Yeah, you know that you know they gotta have in there like a custom creator, right? So like all those cars are like custom creations. Like they just give you the Legos and just say go to town, make your own car. Well, to to Justin's point with the Forza stuff, I, that's kind of what I hope for. You know, like with Forza, there's the whole shop where people just create their own skins for cars and and paint jobs and all that stuff. And I think it would be really cool if there was a user created shop that you can just mm-hmm. down like you could download the chicken car or whatever you know like people could recreate lego sets uh as cars that you are skins for cars that you could download i think that would be super sweet actually they might mm-hmm. i'm curious how they're gonna like go against licensing deals because you know there's like marvel lego and you know, there's all the different lego games that aren't made by 2k right Aren't yeah. those are all their a different company and publisher entirely? They so, are, but uh, you know, I'm thinking the easy part with that would be DLC, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like each one of those would be its own DLC package. You share the revenue, you still get it put in the game, like easy peasy. Yeah, and you can make you know individual contracts for each one of those type things. Sure, sure, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I also don't know if I want to pay that much money. Um, did you guys ever try the Hot Wheels game? Because I heard the Hot Wheels game was pretty, sp- I did. pretty smooth I it. also. Yeah, I is know it? Shannon played it. I never played it, though. How is that? How is that? It was good. The AI was like... It, the AI had that annoying thing where it was like slingshotting like around you all the time. Oh, I remember you talking about... Yeah, the rubber... You said the rubber banding was like ridiculous in that game, yeah, right? That yeah, that was ridiculous. The game itself was super cool. Um, I liked the idea... I like the cars. I like the tracks. The tracks came mm-hmm. became a little bit repetitive just because like it was basically like their main like staple sets, you know, the ones with like the big dinosaurs or like the tarantulas mm-hmm. or like whatever. And like you raced on those tracks a multiple amount of times before like you got to progress to the next track. So like they became boring after a while, but the game itself was cool and the the physics and the uh, the anti gravity stuff like where like you're doing loopy loop de loops and everything sure. like that. That was. Um, it was fun, but I think this now, will blow that out of the water. Was that a Forza type game or was that like, here's a, here's your race, go race. Hmm. Yeah. It was more of like a, here's a car. There's not really much to do as far as, uh, like performance wise, like it had a performance setting on it mm-hmm. and that was pretty much it. Like your whole thing was basically a little bit of graphics and, you know, paint. Um, but for the most part, like the cars were the cars. Um, and then you raced on the tracks. The other thing about the tracks I didn't like is it was dark. A lot of times it was just really dark. Um, Do you think they were doing that to like cover up some graphic problems? Probably. Um, But also it was like, they were trying to do that aesthetic where like you were playing at somebody's house. Like you were on the track at somebody's house or like in somebody's Uh, playroom. Um, So that, you know, I think led to the overall game design, but it was just overall, it was just too dark. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm hoping this one is way more of a Forza mm. than than uh, than what you're describing, because I kind of think I mean, and I get why, because the Forza games are so huge and such an undertaking. But I am surprised no one's tried to do a game like that because they are so successful. 
just that big open world racing game style. And obviously you wouldn't have to make it as huge as a Forza game, but it's surprising to me that no one's just done that. So maybe this will be it. I don't know. 2K is a big enough company to try it. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of uh, miss like Project Gotham Racing too. Like, I kind of wish yeah. like, there was like, another one of those games that came back. But you know, me and Kart Racers are having a little resurgence right now, and you know, maybe we'll see something that'll have you know a new flair to it that'll kind of compete against. Yeah, because that that Disney one comes out soon, right? The Disney Kart mm-hmm. Racer. I don't know anything about a Disney Kart Racer. They showed it. Oh, I want to say, wasn't it during the like state of play or something like that that they showed the Disney Kart run? So I was just looking it up. It's uh, called Disney Speedstorm, and mm. early access for it is April eighteenth. And yeah, it's straight up a Disney Kart racer. Like it's got you know Mickey and Minnie and all that stuff. And I have no idea what's happening outside of this room. But if you guys can hear all that, I apologize. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. I think can we get Diddy Kong, Diddy Kong Racing back? That was that was my favorite N64 racer. Yes, Mario Kart haters, I'm, I'm with you. Um, but no, actually, the thing that I was always amazed with the Mario Kart games after Kart 64. Car 64 was the only one that had like real good built in like shortcuts, you know, like some of the levels had the shortcuts just built into them. And then the next real one was what GameCube and it didn't have any. And it was such a bummer. It was like, man, come on. I don't know. I'm, I love a shortcut. No, I agree. Cause I don't think they really started doing it again until like the the Wii one, Mario Kart Wii, I know a lot of the levels had, but some of them weren't like, they were like shortcuts, but it wasn't like, oh, cool, check out this really yeah, cool. Yeah. It's just like, no, you can do this, and it's a shortcut or whatever, but it wasn't like a secret tunnel or something. That yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah. Or I mean, to be, like, f- and to be fair, like Mario Kart 64 had that too, where you just took the random left off Rainbow Road and you'd land back on it like four stories down, you know, like mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, or the or the wall jump in the uh, the Wario level, yeah. Where you can just like hit the one thing, jump, and you're on the other side of the wall, like halfway through the track. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's been 25 years, but I still got it. I still got <laughs> it right there. Um, but yeah, man, like kart racing. Kart racings are awesome. Crash Team Racing came back what last year, right? And then now we got all this. So I don't know. Lego, uh, Lego, and and cars seem to go well together. I'm excited for it. Dude, I think it would be really cool if they had a kind of burnout mode in mm. the Lego game where then you crash your Lego car and it like explodes into a million pieces. <laughs> what would be cool then is if they then took like some of the Lego game, the, the action games, and you were able to then like jump out of the car and like rebuild one. <laughs> and now you got like a whole new car from the scrap pieces. Yeah, instead of hitting, like, press X to flip, it's, like, press X to build. Yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) Lego Grand Theft Auto, you just get out of your car and steal someone else's and pull the little (laughs) Lego guy out, and you're just beating the arms off of him, and then get his car and drive off. And then take his arms and stick them on as your fenders, and, like, keep going. (laughs) 
I mean, it, it does lend itself to a little bit more of like, uh, what was that other one? Like um, split second or whatever. There was that one game where like you could run over things and like create environmental hazards for other people. Like you can make buildings explode or like the, uh, the air. Oh God. Well, that was a PS2 game, right? Um, um, or PS3 maybe. It was PS3. Is that split second or was that blur? Blur. blur. I think it was blur. Blur. Yeah, blur sounds. God, good. that game fucking rolled. Yeah, dude. Like it was just. It was such a bummer that nobody like really jumped on that train. But like, oh, I when mean, the sky, when the skyscraper would collapse, and oh, all of a sudden you yeah. had like a whole shortcut like going yeah. across the whole map. Oh, that thing was so sweet. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if they Let's did go that, play blur. Later, be great. I mean, can you find blur? I don't even think you can find a server for blur nowadays. No, I mean. Someone really needs to do an HD remake of Blur. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's get on that train. How'd that game do? How'd that game? For, like, let's see. You know, I'm guessing of the ten copies they sold of it, one were to <laughs> me and one were to you. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's a good game. I miss. That it. was a good game. That was a really good game. Ah, blur. We're we're far out there, Blur. Um. Yes, enough about that, I guess. Uh, uh, what else should we talk about? As you um, can tell, I am so unprepared. I'm sorry, gentlemen. Well, uh, Fortnite had their like you know usual like big show, like big release, the kind of like of what they're going to do over the next year. And I think one of the biggest things that came out of that show was that they have unveiled kind of like this competitor to Roblox, where now they're mm. letting people use like their assets in the unreal engine to kind of create their own games within like the Fortnite universe. Um, but it won't be directly connected to Fortnite. Um, and the carrot on the stick there is if you generate a game that a lot of people are playing or can get behind that, um, Epic will kind of, uh, you know, share the profits. Like if, uh, you know, oh, okay. get into it, like you, it, it, they go into like a profit sharing scale with you. Um, so I, I, I can see this being big, um, for people who are in that universe and, you know, for people who, you know, have a following already in the Fortnite universe on, and on Twitch. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what content gets generated from that, um, with Epic. So, um, not a big news story, but something that is potentially out there to watch for. Cause uh, I know a lot of people are playing that Fortnite still. That's interesting. That is interesting. Um, that it it's surprising that Roblox has been such a tentpole as far as that level of like content creation. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's not just yeah, you know, the, there's content creation in like you know watch my YouTube channel of me playing this video game, but then Roblox takes it to like no, I made a video game. Sign into Roblox and play it through Roblox, and yeah, you know, my son plays all these things. They like, you mm-hmm. know rainbow friends and doors and all these different games that get created within Roblox that you have to sign into Roblox to play. And it's surprising that, you know, Microsoft never went that route with Minecraft or, I mean, sure. Minecraft there, there's like servers you can pay for and there's, you know, skin packs and all that stuff. But as far as like, here's an entirely different type of game to go play but I made it with Minecraft assets like that. That doesn't exist. And it's kind of surprising. So it's, I guess it makes sense that Epic would do that. Like we have all this stuff with Fortnite and all of these people using it. And so many creative people that use it 
let them do stuff with the assets and maybe we get paid. Like it's like free software development in a way. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean that, uh, yeah. And if the, the break is better than, I don't know. I don't even know if people get paid to put out stuff in Roblox, but um, you know, I, I think there's enough incentive and a pedigree behind it. Right. I mean, yeah. Roblox, I don't, I don't feel as, I mean, as granted, as popular as it is, I don't feel with like the older generation of gamers or people without kids, you're not touching that market, right? Like Fortnite is spread over everything. Like your hands, are, I mean, everybody's going to get a finger in that pie. So it, yeah, I am looking forward to seeing what they create. But I mean, there are people in Roblox that are creating m- massive games. Like they're, a lot of, I think there was one I saw on Twitter the other day. Somebody was talking about this game, and it looked like a Call of Duty game, like a first-person yeah. mm-hmm. shooter. I've seen that. But it was in Roblox, and I was like, "Damn!" I was uh, like, my, "People nowadays, it's crazy." My son plays a full-on Call of Duty game in Roblox, except it's all paintball. But that's the only difference, and it's a straight-up multiple weapons, multiple maps. You know, like strategies. People get into it, like it's wild, and it's all in Roblox, all of it, and. I mean, at at your son's party, another boy showed up with a Rainbow Friends shirt on. My son owns multiple Rainbow Friends plushies. You know, like, it's like, and has anyone under the age of 20 even fucking heard of this thing? But it's like, all his friends talk about it. They all know it, like the back of their hand. And it's a game that exists in Roblox. You can't just go on Steam and download it. You have to play it in Roblox. And it's nuts that it's popular enough that it has fucking merchandise. You know, like that's that's the level it is on. And yeah, it's it's nuts to me. The whole idea is crazy. Well, and it's like an even crazier perspective was before the podcast, he was showing drawings and stuff he did of it. Like when I was mm-hmm. I was drawing Mario and Pikachu and whatever, and he's over here drawing Rainbow Friends. Like yeah. that's the level of like pedigree it has with this generation of kids, which is wild. And that's also the thing that kind of scares me, right? Because, like, you know, I'm used to, like, these more, like, one-and-done kind of games, right? Like, you go to Steam, you go somewhere, you play this game. Like, it's not like a directory. It's not like, I mean, like, Steam itself is, yes. It's a shop. It's a traditional shop by my standards. But, like, Roblox, like, my son is starting to get into that, right? Because his friends at school are playing it. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, I want to do this Roblox. I have no idea. Like, I log into Roblox. It it could, I. it's like a totally different world. Like, I don't yeah. know, like, what these games are. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what the content, if the content is appropriate. Like, he wants me to try to teach him how to play these games. I have no idea how to play the games. Like, I just, I don't know what to do, where to chat, what to, I mean, I feel like I am out of touch with Roblox. And it scares me because I can't give the level of protection that I want to give my son when he's playing this. So, I don't know. I don't know if it worries you guys as much as it worries me, but you know, Roblox, Roblox scares me. And I'm going to be honest Um, because I don't know it. it, No, you're, you're not necessarily wrong because it is one of those things where, yeah, I am out of touch completely. Like it's a whole ecosphere of gaming. I know nothing about. Also, I don't really want to, I, I feel like it's for the, my children's generation. It's not for me. And I'm okay with that. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't have to be. Not everything has to be made for me. But I do get concerned about, you know, being a on always online sort of gaming platform just 
you know, humanity creeping in and, and bad things happening, uh, around my children. So for me, I have, I have that shit so locked down. Like he can't even <laughs> chat. With, he can't even chat with his friends on it. Mm-hmm. I set up a discord server on the side. Like, no, no one can contact you. You can't type to anyone. If you're going to play a game with your friends, you chat through them through this. You don't talk on Roblox. You know, I have, I have everything shut down because yeah, I just don't, I don't trust anyone that's on it. And he's at the age where I don't trust him to make good choices either because Mm -hmm. children are stupid and gullible and, and that's no fault of their own. They don't, they haven't learned to be anything else at this point. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's fine. Like Roblox is what it is. Minecraft is what it is. And one, you know, the next piece of technology is going to come out. And my children are going to have to set my VCR for me. Like I had to set my grandparents. You know, it'll be fine. I'm getting too, I'm getting too old for this shit is, is all it is. Mm, true. True. God, we man. all are. But it's it so makes you, it, it makes you understand your parents a little more, right? When they were like, I don't understand this, this halo, these kids are playing, you know, it's like, yeah, and you're not supposed to. Like, I'm not supposed to understand Roblox. You know, it's fine. Are you winning, son? Yeah. <laughs> God, dude, it's just so crazy to me. It's like you know, when I like when I was your son's age, you know, I was playing Pogo games and Slingo and whatever online and on AOL chat rooms, catfishing yep, yep. people and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> here we are, years later. Years later. Some things never change. Uh, total non sequitur, but I was thinking about it while we were talking. Did you guys see the Unreal 5 demo they did around Senua uh, from the GDC talk? No. The shit was mm-hmm. wild. They were do- Their whole thing was like showing how well performance capture uh, works now. And it sets up with the actress coming in like they're like okay take 13 and then like she walks into the camera frame and all of a sudden like all these effects start happening around her face and like shadow and flame and all this stuff as she's like up close to the camera giving her speech and like the mouth is a little off but that's about it and then it cuts and you realize you were watching the the unreal version the entire time because all of a sudden it cuts away and she's like standing there in front of a green screen. And it's like, and, and it looks different enough at that point where you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. But the level of just fidelity of that at this point is insane. It makes me really excited for like the shit that's getting made in UE five. And also it makes me go like, Oh, that's why they pushed pause on Hellblade two. And remade the entire thing in unreal five. Cause it's one of those things where it's like, it was that big of a jump. Like it's that massive. It's ridiculous. And also makes me very excited for this game. Like, I think I'm ready. Uh, can we get this game out? I know they had to remake the whole <laughs> damn thing because they changed engines, but like, I'd, I'd, li- I'd like to play it now, please. <laughs> They'll put it out in Unreal Five, just as Unreal Six is coming right. out, and like you know, the end of all of our generation's consoles is happening. It'll be fine. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me at all to see that game drop this holiday. Like, hmm. I bet you, I bet you, when Microsoft does their June 
you know, not E3, E3 thing if they if they drop Hellblade 2 this year. I mean, I would I could see them doing that around October uh, if it's going to come out, because that's kind of like one of those games that lends itself to that season. But like it's other than that, it's a bold move just because it's not really I mean, like I know the people that played it loved it, but it wasn't like a very widely distributed. It it wasn't like one of those hot games that people were playing. Right. It was like a niche game. It was a very niche game, but but it was a damn good one. And so if they feel one. Go ahead. Go ahead. So. Oh, no, I was just saying, like, yeah, it didn't, like, I feel like move, like, a shit ton of units and stuff like that, but it was also nominated for, like, a bunch of awards, like, across the board at, like, GDCs and, like, whatever for, like, different video game award stuff for, like, the performance and the storytelling in the game. And I feel like it made a great enough first step that they probably feel they could build on it and make it a big franchise would be my guess. Like that's, that's what they're trying to do is like take it to the next level from a niche title to a big title. And, and, and the first game had enough pieces there to do it. I think like they could really round out the combat better. They could add a little more depth to the character in the story, but there was a lot of meat on that bone in the first game to, to work with. So I'm, I'm super excited about it. Like that's it. That first game is a game I think about all the time. Like it, it, it is really impressive. The storytelling they did in that and how they treated, like, I guess it would be schizophrenia, but like just the mental, mental health part of that game. And, and the audio design. Oh my God. The audio design in that game where the voices are coming in and out and all around you. And whew, whew, man. yeah, you, you told me to play that game with my headphones on and I did. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's vastly superior to play with headphones than it is to play with yeah. just like a surround phone. Yeah. When, when you hear the whis like literal whispers coming in from like to your left and just behind you and all that stuff. And it's so creepy. It's so good. Like, <laughs> oh man. Hellblade. Hell of a game. Mm-hmm. Did you ever well, play Justin? Uh, no, I still need to. Oh, um, you totally I'll, should. Yeah. I've heard it's really good. You know, I'll probably end up since I know it's not a super long game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably, cause I think it's on game pass. So I'll probably end okay. up playing it right before the second one comes out. So then it's like, I'll be up to speed for when that comes out to check it out again. Highly recommend headphones. It's almost to the point. Like if you don't, or if you can't play it with headphones, don't play it. It's, <laughs> it's that level. Like it makes that big of a difference. It really does. Um, but yeah, that audio design it's up there. It's up there with like dead space as far as when you first experienced it and we're just like, Holy shit. Like, Yeah. It's it, oh that opening narration, man. Now I just want to play Hellblade again. God damn it! Um, all right, well, you got anything to to throw around, Justin? Uh, no. I mean, it was a pretty slow news week. I know uh, GDC uh, mm-hmm. happened this week. I was, I you know, initially I was kind of bummed that I didn't get to go this year, but then I also know a bunch of people who did get a go on twitter and i got to read Mm -hmm. about how at multiple parties people got their drinks roofied and spiked (laughs) and stuff and then um a lot of people 
got back and uh, had COVID. So I'm like, yeah, pr- pretty glad <laughs> I, I didn't go because it sounds like, you know, uh, you know, COVID still exists and sounds like it was a rough time for uh, some people. And it is not a, a cheap convention to go to. It's pretty no. expensive. Uh, especially if you don't live in the United States, but even living in the United States, you know, it's in, you know, California. And as I'm sure you two are aware, California is expensive. And not just California, San Francisco, California, which is really not, not cheap on any level. Yes. (laughs) Just like Shannon, I, I, you know, spend a lot of time working in the city and, I hope you pack a lunch because if not, you're paying twenty bucks. Like it's it's how it works. At least, yeah. At least, and that's that's for a sandwich. That's for a sandwich and a bottle of water. Mm-hmm. Bucks. But yep. uh, yeah, it's it's such a bummer, man. Like people just why you know why why you got to be like that, bro? Like you just we're trying to turn the gaming culture community around, right? Like people we're trying to make steps to go in the right direction, and this every time you get the opportunity to just you know, show a little bit of an evolution. Like you can't, you just, you just miss it. I'm so bad. Oh man. It's just, it's a bummer. I mean, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't have anything to say anymore. I'm mad. All, all I'll say is you're talking about a group of people that, you know, have over fiend on multiple platforms and uh, sleep with body pillows. So it just, <laughs> And certain don't shower and don't wash. And yeah, certain, certain things come with certain territories. That's all I'm saying. Um, oh, also, uh, if we could, if we could make a quick side, just you know, was thinking. I saw a post made by by Shannon's lovely, lovely fiance on social media earlier. Shannon, you need another. You need to get another hoodie, bro. Like you literally <laughs> wear that hoodie in like every goddamn picture you take. Like, can okay, we get? Let me tell you. Let Wait, me, let is me, it the Hunter Hunter you. one? Is that what yeah, we're talking yeah, about? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, you mean the only one you've ever seen him wear ever? That one? Yeah. I bought him a new hoodie for Christmas. Yeah, I know. Like, it's white, bro. Like I, I know. I, I they if they ruining it. Black Shannon, I would have got it for you in black, buddy. Okay. It was the only. Let me, color. Let me just tell you. I work in a trade that I have to wear like construction pants and uh-huh. a company shirt like uh-huh. Monday through Friday when I'm at work, right? I get home, I shower, I put on a pair of clothes. The the clothes I wear at home, they don't get dirty because all I do is come home and go to sleep, right? So like I can wear those clothes for like a couple days in a row. So I only have like two or three sweaters that are in my rotation. And yeah, the chances are pretty high that when you see a picture taken of me that I'm going to have that sweater on because like that's kind of like the we- the in the rotation falls into my weekend sweater. So it's just it is feel, what it is. I feel like for the last two years – you've taken one picture and it's just getting photoshopped <laughs> into every picture. Like it's, it's just, you're not, you're not, you're not wrong. I mean, can we, can we, all I'm saying is, can we just get a different hoodie? <laughs> just, just a different hoodie. That's all. Noted. Noted. All right. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, God damn that thing again. Like, bro, do you own other clothes? Like, do I need to help you? Is this a cry <laughs> no, for help? Okay. I got plenty of clothes. I just, uh, you know, a creature of habit. Sometimes you wear some things that are comfy. You know, I'm not going to, you, you know, in a month or two, you're not even going to see that sweater until like probably September, October again. So, you know, rest yeah, easy, mark, mark, mark the date and time, Justin. We're going to see that <laughs> shit mid July. 
Count. <laughs> yeah. Go for it, bro. Go yeah, for it. He'll, he'll have like a, his like Goku like rose gold sleeveless tank top shirt. And uh, what's wrong with that one? What nothing. is wrong? That's it's nope. a different sweater. I could wear that one. See, I think it's also it's also just stands in such a contrast because his son is right next to him, just swagged out with like a sport <laughs> coat and like button up and bro, all this stuff. Like, bro, that is a full. Is a, okay, so he's got. He, did you see the second one? Because he's got a full. Yeah. On, he wore a tux all day today. Like, this is how excited he is for the wedding. Woke up this morning and was like, I want to be in a three piece suit, like a tuxedo. Like, wore it all day. <laughs> I mean, just swaggy pee over there, like. And and Shannon's there in the fucking day ninety six of the fucking Hunter Hunter hoodie, you know. <laughs> dude, dude, Gabe's over here dressed like he's working at like a like men's like tux like rental place. Shannon looks like he works at like Bookman's over here. Jeez, oh, I I didn't mean to take shots, but I just couldn't let it go. I was like, man, no, I have to say something. Like, it's fine, it's fine. You know, uh, you know, I'll. I'll I'll retire that sweater for a little bit, okay? okay. I'm so I swear when you show up on Friday wearing that shit, I'm gonna just... <laughs> at my wedding. I'm gonna show yes. up at my wedding. No. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're wearing it over the suit. <laughs> yeah, his tux on underneath it. It's like my security blanket. <laughs> and I'd be like, "What? I was cold. <laughs> it's kind of cold out here, guys." Uh, all right all right well enough of that zach what have you been playing this week <laughs> oh we're not going by the trailer we're not we're not visiting the park oh oh wait hold on uh damn i forgot about it I mean, justin's got to edit that out now but um <laughs> yeah <see> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's editing what's that anyway uh sometimes when you're out in the wilderness you hear the clanking of the trains and you're reminded of the sweet home in the trailer parks some nights are good some nights are dookie which is it gonna be tonight uh, tonight's gonna be the duke uh, <laughs> yeah 100 um so it, it, yeah go ahead no i was just saying before we go into the trailer i just still want to appreciate from last week how off the fucking rails shannon went that <laughs> oh, left you so like, off the rails flabbergasted <laughs> though you had no idea you what know, the hell was going on you know sometimes when you're thinking about it in your head you're like oh this is gonna be great and then you start doing it and you're like no this is bad but then like you're so committed to it at that point that you can't stop so like oh, you yeah. just have to follow through with the, <laughs> the disaster. Well, i mean that was the you thing when, when he went back to the kid for the third time, you could tell like he had no idea where he was going. He was just, <laughs> he was committed to the bit at that point. He was in, it was happening. It was like an early two thousands SNL skit that like, you know, it was just, it was bad, but you had to keep watching it because you wanted to see, you wanted to get to the next skit. <laughs> and you just kept waiting for the train to crash. And it, and it did <laughs> gloriously, but, uh, but yes, Shannon, let, let's talk about this trailer you brought to our attention. Bro, it wasn't even my, it wasn't me that did it. It was Justin. Justin oh, did it in the, oh, Justin, oh. please, please enlighten me. All right. So I don't know if you know this. I am a fan of a little movie called The Room by <laughs> Tommy Wiseau. I've seen it in theaters. Um, I've gone to one of the fun little showings where everyone throws plastic spoons at the screen and like throws a football around like a Rocky Horror Picture Show type screening for it. Um, 
he hasn't really done anything that I can think of since then that's earned any sort of notoriety. But I'll tell you what he is doing is he's making this new movie and it is simply called Big Shark. And I was really confused by the title at first because let me tell you what, the trailer is only like maybe two minutes long and about the first 90 seconds of it is just two dudes like slowly hitting each other. And I'm like, what the fuck does it have to do? with a shark like i don't i don't is one of these guys the shark like is this a i don't understand and then yeah at about the 30 seconds left in the trailer mark is when you get the sci-fi shark week like shark versus sectopus whatever fucking giant shark coming down the street and uh the acting looks on par uh with the room (laughs) it looks like he has almost the same budget that he had for the room for this movie and I, I'm all in. Like, it looks like a laughably bad time, which is about what you can expect from Tommy Wiseau's movies. Wiseau. It's Tommy Wiseau. But, that's, but that's okay. okay, Shannon, it's on brand. Though. I don't know fucking names. All right. I'm just going to call him whatever. Bro, that's I'm my call thing. Him. My thing is, na- is names, bro. Like, you're the one that laughs at me for getting the names wrong. No, like, your you're thing the one is who always corrects me. Doing your cuticles and cutting your nails on the podcast. I have a lot of things. I have a lot you're of You're right. but uh but yeah looking at this trailer like it's laughable right like i mean like you said like i I think we watched two different trailers because the one i watched it was uh, two different chicks slapping somebody in sequential order uh and then tommy wiseau laughing um (laughs) at the guy getting slapped and it looks like he got one of the actors from the room to play in this movie like as another character because like one of the dudes looked pretty familiar um to the uh the tall blonde guy that was in the room but yeah but it does look like another one of those movies with a slightly better budget and slightly better actors like the actors that were there that were doing that weren't tommy wiseau looked like they were doing a pretty decent job like the slap the 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 two girls that slapped the guy those look like they were genuinely trying like, Oh, the caliber was a lot higher than in his first movie. That's not saying much, but you're comparing it to like, it is what it is. That shark in the back, when it comes out of the ground, like <laughs> all I can uh, do is laugh. Is, well, uh, no, you're forgetting the whole setup. It, it, the street randomly floods <laughs> about up to the knees of the three dudes standing in the street. And next thing you see is like a megalodon sized shark pop up and eat someone in the background. Like I thought it was like two people. It was like it was like two or yeah, three yeah. people in like one gulp. <laughs> and and the water in the street is like two feet deep. Like what the <laughs> This is great. It came, uh, of, it came out of a manhole, all right? <laughs> this is like deep blue sea levels of uh the 40 foot shark shrinking down to fit through doors before it becomes a 40 foot shark again and yeah <laughs> don't drag deep blue sea in the I will drag <laughs> deep blue sea better. sir it deserves better than this have you heard the theme mm. song by LL Cool J no it does not deserve better deepest bluest my hat is like a shark fin that is that is what happens in that song sir that's a masterpiece 
<laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of wondering I'm kind of wondering what what the uh, the plot of this movie is like. Uh, you know, is it like global warming? Is Tommy Wiseau trying to say something about uh, you know our planet as a whole? Is it a monster movie? Is it a I don't you know I don't know what it's going to try to be at this point. But um, I think I, it's you know, I think it's really cute that you think it has a plot. Yeah, I'm that's like that's I'm giving him a little <laughs> more credit. There has uh, to be a line where yeah. the sharks coming down. She's like. Oh, hi, shark. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't do that. Uh, no, it has, it has to be all meta in the background, right? He has got to be watching the room while, like, in the movie, like, just doing something else. And he goes, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> no, it's got to be, oh, hi, shark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I uh, oh man, I, I I applaud people who can sit there and have the patience to watch bad movies. You're doing the Lord's work, so that mm-hmm. I don't have to. Uh, that being said, like I mean, other than the Room, that's the only real bad movie I can think of that I actually tried to sit down and watch, and that was hard. That movie was so bad, dude. I I I watched the masterpiece known as Sharktopus. Okay, because. I had to watch Sharktopus. <laughs> I never, I never saw a uh, Sharknado movie, but damn, I watched Sharktopus. Really? No, no, never I, did it. Yeah, I think, I, I think I saw maybe like the third or fourth one. Wow! By there accident, was a, there was a time where it was like a solid week where each night me and Megan watched. We started with Sharknado one and kept working our way up, and about Thursday when we were at like Sharknado four is like when Megan was tapping out and she's like, dude, I can't like for four days in a row, dude. She's like, I- I've gone as far as I can go. <laughs> like, I can't do it anymore. There? There's like five, I think five or six. Something like they go that. to space. Do, do they all have, do they all have uh, that dude from now two one Oh in it? Ian Ziering or whatever. I believe so. And Tara Reed, I think is in all. I think Tara Reed's only in it to like the third or fourth one. And then I think mm. she dies. Is uh positive. Does she wear her smart glasses though? Like alone in the dark when she's supposed to be a like scientist or whatever. So they gave her glasses. <laughs> I don't think she was able to grab those in time before the Sharknado came. Mm. All right. Well, that's a shame. That's a shame. Um, all right. Should we move on to a little what we've been playing? Mm, please. Uh, hey, Justin. Hey, there's, a, there's a game that's on uh, PS Plus. It came on this week that I think you would really like. Really? It's called it's called Tachia. T-C-H-I-A. Tachia. And uh, you play as a girl who's... Um, I think it's like supposed to be Pacific Island or something. Um, but essentially you're on this little Island with your dad. Uh, he's teaching you the ways you have a, a slingshot. Uh, you get a glider. You realize all of a sudden you're kind of playing wind waker, but, <laughs> uh, but there's a, you know, the dad gets stolen by people. You're trying to get him back and you're off on an adventure. And you sail around, you land on bigger islands, you collect stuff to do stuff, and then you move on. And it is a great little Wind Waker-like. And it's really good. Like, it's really good. Um, it's got a rhythm game component in it where you can play songs. You get a ukulele. 
not an ocarina, a ukulele that can change time of day and wind and stuff like that. It's not an ocarina, damn it. Um, and uh, it's just really fun. It's like a really cool, light taste of Zelda done in a, in a pretty unique way. And I've been playing it with my kids. Uh, she has a power that lets her soul take over other things. So you can go into animals to get into areas that you, you know, like you can take over a cat and sneak into another area and then pop out of the cat and be in that area sort of thing. Or like you can take over livestock in case you need more muscle for stuff like that. And you can either take over rocks and then launch yourself as a rock into things and use, use them as weapons and stuff like that. So it, it allows for a lot of cool puzzle solving and a lot of neat, um, like kind of not necessarily battle mechanics, but like, you know, that sort of thing. Cause there isn't a lot of combat in the game at all. It's a lot of evasion and a lot of, uh, puzzle solving more than anything, but it's, it's fun. It's a really cool game. And it's something I've been playing, like I said, with my kids and they've been having a lot of fun with it. Just kind of teleporting in and around. Not a lot of story progress gets made when my kids are playing. It's a lot of like, I'm going to go into this rock and throw things. It'll be fun. <laughs> and then, uh, and each level has like shooting galleries in it where you can get practice with your, uh, with your slingshot. And those are actually pretty fun and skilled. And you're trying to get trophies doing that. So I highly recommend it. I think, I think you would like it a lot. So I am looking at it. It does look, I, I do see, I'm looking at a bunch of images on it on the PlayStation mm-hmm. store and it does look very kind of uh, like wind waker kind of Moana. Very Moana. Very Moana. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks like, so it's not on PlayStation plus it's the PlayStation plus extra. Oh, okay. It's like, like stray and stuff that's on there, but it Mm -hmm. does look cool. Like it's definitely, I'll have to put it on uh, the old list. looks like it's on PS4 and and PS5. Yes. I am playing it on PS5, but it is, uh, it's, it's the type of game where I can't imagine graphically it falls off that much playing it on PS4 because it's very much of a style. It's not like, you know, you're not pushing a lot of graphics yeah. on there. Um, but yeah, it, it's, I mean, I don't really have, I've only played like a couple hours of it. Like I said, when my kids are playing it, we don't do a lot. They just run around and cause chaos. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to get back to it as far as the story once i get through the game i have been playing which is resident evil 4 <laughs> god damn it now there's a video game Whew. hey get, get guys guess what resident evil 4 still really good still awesome um hey capcom capcom's just on a roll baby like with these with these uh resident evil like glow-ups they've been putting out and Resident Evil 4 drops right in line with the rest of them. Like, first off, graphically, that game is is just impressive as hell. Like, the lighting, with in when things explode and fires and all that, like, the light that comes off them from surrounding areas is crazy impressive. Um, it does... I do get that, like, Dead Space uh, Mandela effect, though, where it's like, ah, oh, didn't Leon always kind of look like this? That doesn't really look all that different. And then you watch a video and you're like, Oh God, no, that's totally different. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it's, it's still that same basic resident evil game. 
they've changed some of the design layout um, in some parts to streamline it and some parts to make it a little more difficult. It, it feels, it feels just like a way more finely tuned experience than the first game does. Like there's still the resident evil bullshit as far as like finding stuff and like shooting the blue targets and all that type of thing that were in the first game. But it just, it feels less aimless, I guess would be the word. Um, I, I think that game is charming as hell. It, that also has been one of the games that's like never really scared me for whatever reason. Like there's never, I never found resident evil four, like very good at being a horror game. It's just a lot of fun. And this still holds like I, I'm playing it on PlayStation five. Um, and, and it runs really well. It's super smooth. Uh, shooting in that game is still a lot of fun. I did the bullshit where I pre-ordered, so I got the stupid attache case upgrade, which looks <laughs> dumb as hell, but I think fits, and I love it. Um, you know, combining herbs and all that is still what you do, and like playing Tetris to fit everything in your case is still what you do. Um, now you get charms that you can add to your case, so like I make, I find handgun ammo easier now and stuff like that, um, which is very useful in the beginning part of that game. Um, your melee kick, uh, seems way more OP than it, than I remember it being. Maybe that was the case in the first one. I certainly don't remember being able to shoot someone in the head, then kick them and take out like eight people that were standing <laughs> in the area, but that's what happens now. And it saves my ass more often than not. Um, my knife broke. I don't remember knives breaking in the first game. No, they so, don't. <laughs> So that's a thing that happens now. Um, yeah, so, but it's like a lot of little, a little tweaks. Not they're not big sweeping changes that I can tell so far, and so, it's awesome. So I've heard that like Ashley, like Ashley's role is that mm-hmm. like she acts differently in this one. Than- I have I have not gotten Ashley yet, so I'm, I'm okay. basically right up to the point where you get Ashley. All right. Because, yeah, but that's kind of what I had heard, that she's, like, improved in the sense that she's, like, not useless anymore. Yeah, that's what I've heard is she's more she's more Elizabeth in Bioshock Infinite than she is in her original role. You okay. know, where she kind of... I've heard, like, she's very more self... Much more self-reliant. Which I hope, because that would be nice and refreshing. Uh, how does it play? I mean, have you tried playing it on your Steam Deck? Not yet, not yet. I have I have it set up so I can stream to the stream deck or <laughs> stream deck to the Steam Deck, um, which you need to do a little bit of shenanigans and run some software to get to work. But you can stream your PS5 to the Steam Deck, a la you know when you used to be able to go to your Vita from the PlayStation Three or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and because they have it all set up now to where you could stream it to like your iPad or whatever and like connect to a controller Bluetooth and all that. So you just, you have to make your PS five, see the steam deck to do it. And mm-hmm. it just takes a, it takes a piece of software outside of, uh, you got to get outside of the big screen mode that steam runs in and, or the steam deck runs in and go to the main OS and install it that way. And then you got to go into your PS five settings and like get, get an IP address and plug it in. It's it, it, the whole thing takes like two minutes, but, it's worth it to do. 
because once it's it's like when you get jump through all the hoops to get cloud gaming working once it's set up it's set up and it just works you know so mm-hmm. highly recommend you do that shannon but um but yeah resident evil hell of a game highly recommend it if you if you are an re fan at all it's it's rad as hell so mm-hmm. that's what i've been playing shannon is not going to buy that game but you know I'm, the the fact that you said it's not a game that scares you, and I do remember like four and five being more like action oriented mm-hmm. than like a horror type game, leads me to want to try it. Um, so who knows? Maybe if it goes on sale or I can get it for cheap, I'll give it a go. Because that's I'm the wondering. thing is they do the like it's gory, it is gory, but the gore is never scary. It's just like oh that's kind of gross. Okay, moving on. You know. Well, and there was a demo on PS5 mm-hmm. and stuff, so I don't know if it's still there or not, but that might be, you know, I know it would require you actually downloading and then playing said demo, Shannon, but <laughs> which I know isn't your strong suit, but, you know, you can always check it out and see if it's uh, something that would you'd be interested in or if you get scared playing the demo, then you know, you know, it's not for you. <laughs> God, man, why do you hate me so much? <laughs> I don't. I'm just telling you like it is. I, it's because I love you, Shannon. Mm, I got you. Thank you. Well, um, yeah, uh, just to give guys an update, uh, I'm on the final chapter of Fire Emblem. So Yeah, you are. <laughs> I know I've been saying it for like the last three weeks that I'm going to beat that game, but I think this will be the... Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get it this week. There's, there's yeah. a lot going on. You got a busy time. week. You got a busy yeah. week. So. Um, so we'll see. Maybe by the time I get back from my honeymoon, I'll have beaten it. But um, the other game uh, I had some time uh, to try to play this week was a game called Wreckfest. Um, I was in the mood for a, a racer. Uh, so I found this game on uh, on my Steam Deck, uh, and it was relatively cheap. I think it was like 20 bucks. And I remember uh, this game coming out a couple months ago, and I definitely wanted to give it a try uh, just because it seemed like a pretty cool uh, racer with like full, uh, you know, destruction um, with your cars. Um, it seemed like it was a mixture of uh, tarmac and dirt racing. So, you know, I was like, why not? Let's give it a try. Uh, it's a lot more at this point at the amateur level. It's a lot more like dirt racing in demolition cars. Uh, so I thought, you know, that maybe there was going to be um, like the wrecking was going to be more just like, you know, racing with body damage um, and it affecting your car. This seems like uh, you, you, your first event is basically you're like on a lawnmower and you're just like in a destruction, like a, a demolition derby with other lawnmowers and you're like pushing people around and like destroying their stuff. Um, then you get like a Mustang and it's a lot of dirt racing. Um, you know, the e-brake I feel is a little sticky. Like you really got to like hold on it to get it to, to bite so that you could do drifting around turns. Um, I feel the cars are a little sluggish with the controls, like as far as responsiveness when you're turning or you're trying to get around a, a corner. Uh, also like, there are a crap ton of cars on a very small track. I mean, like 20 cars on like an, a small whole <laughs> track uh, makes it pretty hard to, um, you know, jump out uh, in the in front of the pack. Like you really got to struggle and fight. And I think what they want you to do is they want you to kind of embrace the demolition portion of it, like push people out of the way, T-bone them, push them off the road, uh, push them over the embankment, um, you know, do what you got to do to kind of play dirty to win. Um, 
so they kind of want you to shed that like stuff that you're used to in Gran Turismo and Forza and things like that, where you get bonuses for clean driving. They don't want you to drive clean. They just want you to mess everybody up. Um, so I think once you shed that mentality, I think the game kind of opens up and becomes more f- fun to play. Um, so yeah, I mean, Wreckfest is good. It's not the best racer, but you know, I- I'm having fun with it. It runs well on the Steam Deck. Um, you know, I always get confused when a game asks me if I want to play in 64 bit or 32 bit. I'm just like, uh, just give me the best version. Just tell me which one I need to click on. So <laughs> I usually go with the one with the higher number. Um, but yeah, it runs well. Um, the soundtrack is really cool. I think Justin, that game is like definitely designed for you. Cause like it is all like screamo and like heavy metal and like, just like banging guitar riffs and like people screaming while you're racing. So it lends itself to the, uh, the soundtrack lends itself to the game. Um, so yeah, it's fun. <laughs> uh, Justin, what are you playing? So, uh, I kind of played like a little bit of a hodgepodge of stuff this week. I, I've been chipping away at Kirby. I think mm-hmm. I'm on like the second, I'm still like on the second world somewhere. Uh, I was, dude, I was really craving uh, to play Puzzle Quest. Uh, Puzzle Quest 2 is like a one of those comfy games for me. I spent like the entirety of when I was at college playing Puzzle Quest. Um, and I had it on my old laptop, and then when my cat threw up on it and destroyed it, I got a new laptop. I just never, I never, uh, yeah, that was a fun experience trying to recover my hard drive when I come out in the living room because it was closed, but he laid on top of my laptop and threw up, and it like leaked oh, under my laptop into like where the fan and stuff was, like in the back. Oh and my it just god, completely ruined my uh, old laptop. And oh my so, god! Yeah, it was disgusting. It was heartbreaking. Um, so yeah, so I I never had Puzzle Quest again since then, and it's like it's delisted from Steam, so you can't just go on Steam and buy it and whatever. So it was like really hard to find, but managed to get it, and I I spent a lot of time uh, this week relishing in the uh 2009 2011 era of justin that would just blast techno and play puzzle quest while he was at work at school (laughs) so did a lot of that um i also got to check out the mario kart wave 4 dlc finally oh yeah um so i i knocked out the 50 cc on the new wave 4 courses and dude they're really good like there's because there's a lot of the tour levels, which I've never played tour because I don't really play a lot of mobile games and stuff. So it's really cool getting to play those levels for the first time. Like they feel like new levels to me since I've never played them. And then there's one legit new level, which is the Yoshi's Island one. And God, dude, that level's so dope. It is so cool. Uh, having like the little there's like a little floating question mark bubbles with the wings and stuff and the little shy guys on the tall stilts stomping around and stuff they did a really good job with it and stuff and uh, for retro courses i'm trying to remember we got like i think like a mario circuit um and stuff like that so it was a lot of fun getting to play those and i still need to play them on like the 100 cc and 150 cc and stuff but since i was laying in bed 
uh, Mario Kart is not a relaxing game for me. It <laughs> is if I experience <laughs> and I don't get the triple star, I will get pissed off and it's like i don't want to do that right before bed so 50 cc for bedtime is about like where it was at um i also uh, cruising speed so to speak yeah yeah cruising cruising for a little sleep but now that i also finished uh fire emblem i was like man you know what i really want to go back to was uh mario and rabbits uh, so, cause I, I got almost to the end of Mario and Rabbids and then I don't remember what happened. Something came out somewhere, whatever. And I stopped and I was like, man, you know what I really want to do? I was like, I really want to finish Mario and Rabbids. Cause it's like, I know I think the first wave of the season pass DLC came out, the tower of terror, whatever it is. And I'm like, dude, I didn't even realize any of the season pass DLC actually came out yet. Um, so I've, I've been playing that and it took a minute to kind of get readjusted back into after being gone for so long. I'm like, okay, like what was I doing? Like having to run around mm-hmm. figure out like, I'm like, how, how did I play with these characters? I'm like, oh yeah, I just slide into everything, man. I just boost <laughs> everyone's stats. I just murder everybody by just sliding into them. That's right. Uh, so I'm back into that again and I really want to beat that so I can finally finish and be done with that. Very cool. Hmm. All right. Well, have we hit uh, spoiler areas? I hear them sirens blaring. Hear them. All right. Well, uh, our man Justin has seen movies, and uh, I, I want I, I will ask you to uh, be very cautious in talking about one John Wick four because. I, I really want to see that movie and it's going to be a while, but I really want to see it. Okay. So I will go eat. So do you care if I spoil Shazam though? Oh no, no. God, no. <laughs> okay. 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 So yeah, I will, I won't go anything too crazy about John Wick. I did see John Wick today and I will just say like, it's great. It is a great movie. Like there is no such thing as a bad John Wick movie out of the four, four movies in it's still great. Uh, awesome. My favorite though, my favorite is still two above all, just because I think two is the perfect, like has really good story beats and it's just like right out the gate, you know, it picks up where one left off and you're just going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think overall I like two, but I will say this one does have some amazing moments in it. Uh, some very well choreographed fights and shots, and we get to meet a lot of new characters. Uh, we get to see more continentals um, in different oh. countries. Yeah, which I really, that's why every movie, man, you get more lore and it just opens up like more questions. It's like more, and that's why I'm so excited for like, you know, they're doing the continental show at Peacock or whatever. And then we're mm-hmm. getting the, uh, the ballerina movie and stuff that I think is more about like, the Romani and stuff and like the Russian family like side of stuff. And it's like, dude, the world is just so cool. And it's like every movie, like, you know, the first movie, Oh, it's like coins of the continental. And the second movie you get markers and you get to learn all about that. And then the, uh, the third movie, you know, you learn about, Oh, what happens when you go excommunicado and whatever. And you learn more about the high table. And then it's like, this one it's like you know you find out this movie is all about consequences and like finding out like what happens 
when you challenge the high table. And so it was really good. And it is very, I think Robbie said it in the Discord stuff, but there's some very video game uh, moments towards like the second to like third act of that movie that are just like chef's kiss, like masterclass in action movies and stuff that it's just a treat to watch. Now, do you feel that they go like too comic booky in this movie? Like where like the action is so like over the top that it seems almost a little campy and cheesy. See, so it, all the John Wick movies are over the top. I mm-hmm. will say I was very surprised in the, in this movie compared to the other three. Like he still gets beat up a shit ton, but like visually, like in the second and third movie, like you know he's stabbed, like bleeding, like blood all over his face. Right in this one, like he is not bloody like at all until like towards the end of the movie. But it's like he like takes a beating throughout this movie just like every other one but it's like he doesn't visibly show it as much until like the very end of the movie <laughs> which i thought was funny because you know he was just like soaked in blood and stitched together and <laughs> limping throughout the other three but i also kind of i don't know like account that because the rewatching all the movies back to back i kind of forgot that it's like oh dude literally from john wick one to three it's like the span of a week like all this shit happens in like one week is where all this happens. And then I think four like is the first one that doesn't like immediately happen. Like I think there's a little bit of like a time, maybe like a couple weeks or something, like a time jump between the third and the fourth one. But it's like, you know, all the others, it's like back to back to back. It's just happening like one after the other after the other. Because he's healed at the beginning of this movie from his wounds. Uh, from the end of three where you know he got shot off a building and fell and got picked up by the bowery king so great movie um definitely i i definitely want to watch it i've watched all the others like 10 times so i definitely need to watch it more i feel like to if i was like definitively like rank it amongst the others but i still think no matter what two will forever just be my favorite all right. Um, now, so, I so go ahead and go ahead and do Shazam. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I did see Shazam. Uh, had to help, you know, pad those box office numbers for <laughs> for DC. And I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, it is not as bad as I thought. I honestly like went in expecting the worst. And I'll tell you right now, in terms of. The DC movies that are out there, mm-hmm. it's one of the better ones. I honestly <laughs> think it's one of the better ones. Put that on the box. <laughs> yeah, put it on the box. Like I would say, like I would honestly, I would probably watch it at least one more time. I would watch it again. Which <laughs> I can't the box. say that. There's the box yep, quote. <laughs> I can't say that for many of the DC movies. Like I would watch it before Suicide Squad one. I would watch it probably five times before Wonder Woman eighty eight or whatever eighty four. Uh, but it was like it had good humor. There was a lot of actual like laugh out loud funny parts in it. It was really good. Um, so do Lucy Liu and was it Helen Mirren? Like, are they like the main bad guys or are they just kind of like 
there for a little bit and then something else like a bigger threat comes along no they are the main bad guys the sisters of atlas as they're called um are the main villains for this one so the general premise is that uh so after you know shazam 2 or shazam 1 or whatever the entire family has the shazam powers now you know the shazam fam and uh the Billy's trying to keep them all like together, but they're all kind of trying to branch off and do their own thing. And he's kind of dealing with this crisis of he himself is like getting ready to turn 18, which means he's going to basically get like graduate from the foster care program and stuff. And he's kind of worried that like, he's going to lose his family. Like once he's 18, like he's not, he doesn't have to live at the house with them anymore and stuff like and you know they're kind of struggling as it is so he's just another mouth to feed and he's kind of like you know i've never had a family and i don't really want to lose this family so he's kind of trying to keep everyone together when it seems like everyone's trying to kind of branch off and do their own thing and then the sisters of atlas show up and they take the staff that was broken at the end of one and put it back together because you find out the staff from the wizard who gave Billy the powers was imbued with magic that like basically trapped them in like the realm of the gods or whatever, so that they couldn't come to earth and do whatever. And they kind of got their magic taken away. But when he broke the staff at the end of the first movie, it obviously broke the barrier or whatever. So then they were able to come to earth and they got the staff back and, they want to exact revenge for having their powers taken away. So they want to plant the like seed of life or whatever on earth to basically grow a new tree of life. And it's going to like spawn all these monsters and effectively suck the earth dry and kill it. And so the Shazam fans like, no, we're going to stop you. But then the sisters of Atlas kind of one by one, take away their powers and take turn them back into just normal kids until it's just a uh, Zachary Levi left and he's like you know I'm I'm going to save my family and takes them on and fights a dragon and you know and it was all right. like CG wise it looks pretty good like uh there was a moment where his suit the dragon fire burns his suit and it kind of looks like the black adam suit which is kind of funny um mm. i don't know if that was on purpose or not but i thought that was a funny nod i will say though the ending is fucking weird it is weird and it is very <laughs> forced and i don't understand why they did what they did so the entire like it okay okay so like i want to hear it but let's just say yeah if you don't actually want to hear the ending of this movie go ahead and fast forward yeah, a little more yeah. but if you yeah. don't yeah if you don't want to hear the ending yeah please fast forward ahead like a minute but so at the beginning of the movie zachary levi like he has a dream about he wants to meet wonder woman that's his whole thing is he's like on a date with like one in his dreams he's like on a date with wonder woman and he's like nervous because he's obviously a kid like trying to woo this older woman and stuff in like a man's body and you know, and then he wakes up from it and whatever. So he fights the sisters of Atlas and ends up sacrificing himself at the end and dies. And so he dies and they bury him on whatever God realm planet thing. 
and they're like well we don't have magic anymore so like this we can't do anything and blah 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 and we need someone with magic to like reimbue the staff with magic to make all this shit happen and then like but we don't have gods anymore and then wonder woman shows up and she's like well i'm a god and then she like reactivates the staff and then so Shazam comes back to life and like digs himself out of the ground and they have this like weird like encounter with each other. And then she's like, yeah, haha, bye, Billy Batson, whatever. And then like walks away. But it was just she came out of no. I'm like, where the fuck did she come from? Like, it was the most forced like she just shows up and like, oh, hey, I'm here. And it's like, okay, where were you when the Sisters of Atlas were destroying like. You, you you just what let some fucking 17 year old kid like die you didn't help fight or do anything and then you just kind of show up at the end and you're like yeah cool see you later i guess i did this she was and like was and, just... and i'm also here what? Yeah. what so it was just so forced and like weird that i was just kind of like why like I honestly thought they were just gonna leave him dead because it's like the resetting the whole universe anyway. I was like, yes, I'm like, dude, this is pretty dope. I didn't actually expect him to die. That's kind of funny. And then they brought him back anyway. And then I was like, well, at least they got rid of the Shazam family, and it's just him with the powers again. And he's like, nope, everyone gets their powers back again. So it's like, oh, cool. So there was no real, like no real consequences or anything for anything that happened in the movie. Uh, my favorite type of plot where nothing matters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I will say my favorite part, though, was there's two post-credit scenes. The second one was pretty fucking stupid. It was just the worm again, which I didn't rewatch Shazam one before scene two. So I forgot that there was even like a whatever worm post-credit scene the first time. Uh, so that it meant nothing to me. But the first post-credit scene is... Uh, the dude and chick from peacemaker and it's them on behalf of amanda waller they're like we need to meet this guy to see if he's gonna join our team or whatever but they they said he's kind of immature and they show up and meet with shazam and they're like you want to join the justice society and he's like hell yeah dude he's like i'll join the justice league and they're like no no (laughs) not league society and he's like wait he's like which which one's wonder woman on and they're like well that's the league (laughs) And he's like, so then wait, what's the society? And they're like, not the one. Like, are you not paying attention? Like, what is like, dude? <laughs> and then so they're like all mad at him. They walk away and he's like, okay, well, it's really confusing. Like you can see Justice League just as he's like, why don't you name it something else? And he's like, like, I don't know. He's like, how about like Avengers Society or something? That sounds cool. And that's how that is. And it's like, that was pretty funny. So yeah. they kind of, I guess, set up for him to be a part of the Justice Society, which we saw in Black Adam. But since they're rebooting the universe i don't really know like what's actually going to come of that or if that's still going to be a thing or not after james gunn kind of changes everything but i still thought that was cool that was probably my favorite part was i'm like hey it's the people from peacemaker i like peacemaker well, yeah can I, we get a new can we get a new season of peacemaker <laughs> i think uh i think it's pretty apparent from the rocks uh kicking and screaming that no uh James Gunn is done with all of that. I think he is, he is moving forward to different things at this point. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it seems like. And probably should, if we're being honest. <laughs> well, all right, gentlemen, I think let's table the rest. Cause I haven't seen Ted Lasso yet. 
and I'm mm. not caught up on Mandalorian. So let's do that next week. All right. Uh, I mean, I saw a movie this week. Oh, okay. I saw everything everywhere all at once. Finally. Oh my god. Uh, I, I still <laughs> haven't seen that. <laughs> That's so good. I mean, you know, <laughs> that movie is funny on so many levels, and uh, I don't know what I was expecting. Uh, maybe something like more like being John Malkovich, but mm-hmm. uh, like this is definitely in a different direction. Uh, it's good. I like it a lot. Um, so yeah, I mean, we don't have to go into much detail until you've seen it, but uh, the universes and like the way that they get the uh, the powers from the other universes is pretty hilarious um right. that the the main battle at the end is is just <laughs> phenomenal very so, cool but yeah we can stop there i mean justin you want to land this plane now i mean we could do that now you know what guys thank you guys for listening to another episode of the that pixel life podcast you know did you guys see john wick did you think it was awesome you know, why don't you head on over to the Beware There's Spoilers Here section of the Discord and, uh, you know, let's talk about it. You know, let me know what you guys think of it and where you would rank it amongst the John Wick movies. And you know what? While you're at it, head on over to Spotify. Give your boys a review. You know, let us know how we're doing. And, uh, hey, Zach, if uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey, guys, go be great. And for March Madness, I got four TVs set up in the basement and a laptop so I can watch all the games at the same time.